0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Chasing Squirrels Pre-Squirrels. These shorter episodes are a bit of a throwback, I guess, to before the Chasing Squirrels podcast existed. So, just to update you, this past school year I started in a brand new teaching position, uh, jumping in with a program that works with suspended and expelled students. So I thought that I would give something a little bit different a try, and I started to Capture video blog reflections, and these were really simple to do because uh, this school year I'm able to walk home, so that means I can just pull out my iPhone and use iMovie and add a little bit of music, and then upload to YouTube. And what this kind of provided me with was a little bit of a, a little bit of a backdrop to what my podcast could be. Now it wasn't until later on, closer to the beginning of November, that a basically what happened is I met some individuals that were podcasting one of them his name is Roland Chidiak and I had conversations around you know what that process looked like and how much fun it was and I actually um, you know used a lot of his suggestions in order to start rolling out my podcast so the three episodes from my vlog that are kicking it up tonight is one called the first one's called Neighbors and I'm reflecting in there about some of the conversations that can happen not educational conversations per se but sometimes conversations that end up poking a finger at education in your neighborhood and how easy it is to become just a little bit defensive when you're the only teacher in the group the uh, second episode is around professional development and my thoughts about expanding and connecting and getting outside the box a little bit and outside of our silos and the final commentary is one that I call master class where I call out and give some thanks to some of the individuals that have really been really been uh, my backbone this past year as far as moving deeper and deeper into my digital PLN and encouraging me to take risks with my my teaching and with my students and and just with myself, trying some new angles. I really hope you enjoy these three episodes, and for sure, I look forward to posting a few more in the future. Thinking about a conversation that happened over the summer and... Hanging out with the neighbours Sort of a I guess a community event And You know Conversations kind of came up Between some of the people There about The different work that we do Sort of the different work That the different neighbours did And And many of my neighbours know that I'm a teacher And they sort of knew at the time That I was Working at a school uh, In an alternative education Program And you know, I've had a couple of different conversations with neighbours talking about what that meant, because when you talk about personalised alternative education, a lot of people outside of education don't really know what that entails. But in the conversation as we're sort of hanging about with our potato salad and and barbecue eats, it came up that I was changing jobs and Moving into a program where the needs of the students are quite high and and the needs are academic, behavioral, um, sometimes uh, emotional. So you know a a deeper, definitely a, a deeper set of challenges involved in connecting those students and connecting to those students. And one of my neighbors Kind of in a cavalier fashion, said, oh, those students, use the language of, a language of distance, really, those students, and I'm, I'm glad that those students have you, and a student like that really does need a lot of help, and, and I had to check my my gut reaction to that response, because well like I said it's the language of distance it's that using the word that identifier of those students that student really distances it's sometimes creating a safe distance between what you know and what you're prepared to do so often in the departments I've worked with we say the student or even better we say the student's name to be honest we say our students we sort of we embrace the ownership of, of working with those students. Now, you know, after I checked my gut reaction to get upset, um, I also realized that in identifying those students as my neighbor did, or that student, as the conversation unfolded, you know, I put in, you know, it is possible to find all of these students in any school that you may be a part of if you choose to look and it was kind of an interesting response from my neighbor because I could see from the look on their face that you know at their children's school these students didn't exist and you know maybe that's the position of convenience maybe that's what gives them the confidence to say that the school that their child is at is so awesome, I don't know I just know for me, that distancing language keeps me from really being, really feeling that connection to wanting to help a kid. And, you know, by saying our student, my student, or the student's name, I think you create just a little bit of humanity there that can help you reach any student. That's it. It was kind of itching me, so I knew I had to talk about it. All right. talk to you later. So I've been thinking about PD and wondering, wondering about ways that professional development can be boosted. And I can't help but think, <clears throat> can't help but think about all the times that I've been to weekend conferences or after-hours conferences and when I think of those weekend conferences and I think of those after-hours conferences so stuff that doesn't necessarily fall into the school day some stuff that I see happening quite often that I've just never seen happen I guess as openly at a staff meeting session and you know there's there's elements about being in a staff meeting that I think are, are are part of staff meetings in general, and then there's elements of staff meetings that might be specific to education, and there's definitely elements of staff meetings that I bet you if someone who started teaching 20 years ago were to walk into a current staff meeting, they may in fact look at that staff meeting and say, wow, this is a lot like when I first started teaching. In the same way, I've thought about you know, standing in my own classroom right now, so, geez, over 30 years, 30 years in the past, and as I stand in my classroom, or I walk into a new classroom, and I see the row-on-row seats, and I see the chalkboard with the date in the top right corner, and I see the pencil sharpener off to the one side, there's, there's elements of the classroom that, kind of cue you that you're in a classroom and and definitely there's elements in classrooms right now that look exactly like they did 30 years ago now don't get me wrong there are things that you know that, that are consistent in teaching and education that probably should stay but there are other things about teaching and education that in the process of updating we I, haven't gotten rid of pieces. It's almost like that big, big course binder that you have on the shelf that has all those amazing handouts in it. But really, when you start to kind of pull apart those handouts, you start to realize that there's duplicates, and there's ones that are kind of faded, and there's even some that might be stuck together. And, and sort of when I think about staff meetings, and let's say, current versions of professional development and the way that it's delivered I can't help but think that there's a few rejigs that would really really boost the the willingness the retention the fun the the, the building and sharing that can come out of a, a collaborative professional development session so the things I've been thinking about here's the things I've been thinking about I've been thinking about how at professional development sessions that I've volunteered to go to. So it's not the ones that are during, you know, during the kind of the school day, the work day, but on weekends and after school. Here's the things that I've seen. And I would really like to start, well, I'm gonna start to find ways of working this into the element. So here's the first thing. At professional development outside outside of the Bells, you consistently see people using learning tools, that are comfortable to them. Some people are taking notes, some people are drawing, some people are on iPads, some people are using their devices, some people are using conversations, some people are just looking. But there's a real freedom to learn in whatever is your favorite mode ever. That's the first thing. Second thing, the setups for many of these PDs are kind of open-ended, as in there could be rows, there could be tables, there could be spaces to go and talk. They don't all just They don't just all hang on a hub and expect the wheel to turn accordingly. People can sort of vote with their feet, move in and out of sessions, they can pose questions, they can sort of back channel conversations, they're not bound to that central hub. Third, the sharing, actually do it a different way, the capturing curating and sharing framework is so 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 powerful you have instructors of course talking to one another you have individuals taking pictures You have other people capturing video and that's just for their own use if you're following any of the back channels during that 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 session you are definitely able to have conversations with someone that you might not even meet that day but they become your digital friend and finally The best, best, best stuff that I've seen happening at a PD session is driven by the individuals that are at the session. So, whether that would be the, the, basically, it's the attendees. The attendees are the ones that are presenting. It's not just, it's not just being, it's not just kind of being emailed in and then delivered singularly to everyone sitting there waiting row on row, but you have individuals of, I guess stakeholders, but participants, more, more accurately, that participants are delivering whatever the big idea is at the session. This is, you know, this post in itself is probably more of a reminder to me about what I feel grows me as an educator, but also kind of inspires me and connects me to education. And, and, and I know I'm going to come back to this post again and again because there is something just a little bit too long in the tooth about the way professional development is kind of released to me as an educator, and and I'm more than happy to go looking for my own stuff, but I think there's probably some elements here that we can capture from the PD outside the Bells and bring it back into the school. Anyways, that was my thing for today. Adios. Okay, just... Before I really get to the thing that I want to talk about, <laughs> this video blog in particular, I broke one of my first rules that I was going to try and follow in video blogging and I had hoped and I thought that I could do them all in one take. So just note to self, note to anybody who decides to watch this, this is my fourth try at this one. and the process so far, <laughs> uh, I thought I could kind of get the spontaneous thought process out and get it captured on my iPhone and I have a small window of opportunity while uh, my family is busy doing a couple of things, I thought I would just get one of these things posted. So really, this is like my three version 3.75 for this one post. So I'm going to try and get this all in one. All-in-one take this time because uh, I actually have some errands to run. But I have some thoughts I want to get out of my head. So th- the thing that's been rattling around in my brain this week is is a, is a mixture of a couple different things. First and foremost, listening to a podcast this week from Roland Chidiak. And in the podcast, he was talking about what it takes beyond the teaching just to, to stay focused to the work that supports teaching. And in, and in particular this episode was talking about the grind, as in when you're, when you're, when you know you're doing lesson planning and you know that you're going to be interacting with kids and you know that you're going to be talking to parents and you know all these things that are kind of specific to the teaching, when you decide to do something outside of that, so it could be the video blogging, it could be doing a podcast, it could be, writing it could be a lot of these things that are kind of extra to your teaching but are integral to you improving your teaching the grind becomes the gotta get it done doesn't matter if it's the editing of this video blog it doesn't matter if it's the interviewing that roland is doing so well roland chidiak connects by the way but the grind and that sort of dedicated, semi-scheduled, gonna get it done, white knuckled, have to get this piece out and work that through your time management of being a dad, being a friend, being a husband and sort of being self. So that's the first part, the grind. The second part was around a question that I saw posted on Twitter this week and the question, I think it might have been a retweet. was a retweet I don't want to misquote who said it uh, so I'll just withhold but the the essence of the tweet was can you name five people who are doing your job better than you and what can you learn from them bit of a mind-blower gave me a real pause because in my brain I thought to myself absolutely absolutely I want to know these people I want to find these people I know they exist So that's part two to this. The third part is, okay, how do I tie together the grind, so which is just the work, and then the finding these individuals that could improve my work, and how am I going to make that work in my current schedule? So the truth of it is I can't really, I can't really carve out any extra time because just life is just too busy right now it's just too busy too many things going on Um, busy at home busy at work busy in life so if I don't have the extra time how do I make better use of the time that I have becomes the question and ultimately this is always the question I'm imagining for anyone that's involved in education how do you how do you sort of rejig within the box not necessarily get outside the box because outside the box sometimes is a lot of fun but you still have all that stuff in the box that you have to take care of so I'm gonna try and do this improvise and rejig within the box so here's here's my pursuit what I'm gonna try I'm gonna try it as, as, a, as a as a this semester only so this will be a professional self-imposed professional learning opportunity where I am going to actively actively try an apprentice, under five people that I think right now are doing not only fantastic work unto themselves, but really I do think represent parts of what my current job entails. So I can't can't directly work, like I'll be able to directly work with one of them, but I can't directly work with all five of them. But all five of them represent componentry of my work that uh, I believe... I just I want to learn and I don't know they may see this video video blog Um, I may tweet them and say that I am intentionally doing this but here's here's my list here's my list for for this semester so this is going to be active learning I'm gonna call it an apprenticeship they may or may not agree but I'm just gonna I'm gonna try and use them as a little bit of like my master class in professional development and I'm gonna have to stick to a digital model because well I don't think I'm actually one of them. I will see frequently, but the other four, not likely that I'm going to have any direct connection with them apart from talking online. So first off the top, I'm gonna to, I'm gonna keep following Roland Chidiak. Roland Chidiak has uh, I've been talking to for a little while online, just some Twitter conversations. I've I've listened to uh, quite a few of his podcasts. And I'm really fascinated with his journey from podcast one to where he is right now. And I mean, his inter interviewees are fascinating as well. And I love to hear how he talks about not only how these individuals are connecting to their own work and their circles outside of that, but how he has connected them and, and what he has sort of, how he has grown through that. So Roland, Roland, I'm going to learn from you. I'm going to listen. I'm going to get through your podcast. Now, bear in mind, none of this is going to be sort of creeper lurker kind of stuff. I'm just going to continue to connect and continue to talk and continue to sort of learn from all four of these individuals that um, I'm hoping that nothing will change other than I'm kind of saying, here's my five that I'd like to follow, follow and learn from in in the next few months. Second, Alice Keeler. Alice Keeler has become really a bit of a cornerstone in my learning around Google tools. She posts a ton of stuff. She supports a ton of people. She presents all the time. Her website is comprehensive and if I needed to know even this past weekend I had to find something out about uh, using sheets, spreadsheets, couldn't figure out, bashing my brain trying to figure this one out and uh, she was there. She was there. She helped me. She helped me to understand what I needed to do. She gave me a quick fix and it worked. So so far that's Roland Chilliak, Alice Keeler. Third person, Will Gurley. Will Gurley is a phenomenal, phenomenal sort of uh, bundle of energy and elementary teacher in my school board. He's involved with TED, TEDx, and TEDx for Education, does online lessons. And just in general, I find myself kind of simpatico with his philosophy of teaching, his intentionality in making sure student voice is heard, and working with students and getting students to sort of bring their best to the table. And I'm fascinated by also his involvement with with Ted and all the great work that that uh, organization does. So Roland Chidiak, Alice Keeler, and uh, Will Gurley so far. Number... Geez, I cannot drop this... Oh! um, Roland Chidiak, would you believe it? I'm dropping the the, the fourth person, so I'm going to jump to the fifth person. Fifth person! is a colleague of mine. It's the CYW that I work with, and I am fascinated by her work. She's phenomenally phenomenally gifted in connecting with the students. She has a deep reserve of not only understanding people, but I think understanding the tools that help people understand their actions and understand their, um, their behaviours and understand what their triggers are. And so savvy in the way that she connects it to being in the classroom with me. And I really feel that, um, without mentioning her name, uh, she may give me permission at some point, but uh, I w- I'm going to sort of really, again, masterclass under her and watch and learn and listen and ask questions and work to include that within my, uh, my pedagogy. And I guess, finally, Roland Chidiak, Will Gurley, uh, my CYW that I work with, Alice Keeler, and a final person that I have read kind of in bits and pieces, like a lot of what's being posted, it's more of a, a digital, I would say sort of digital fanboy, but really, really got me hooked on... Having a presence in the digital world where you are an advocate, just an an ardent advocate for students and an ardent advocate for for students that may not necessarily get their voice out there, and you know it, you know you have to represent them. And this individual, um, name is Jam Gamble, Jamila, and she is a phenomenally gifted presenter, speaker, host, the stuff that she posts about teaching, I really enjoy it and every opportunity that she gets, she is representing representing the child in education. No matter the challenge, no matter the learning style, no matter the um, socioeconomic positioning, she represents, and she represents so well. So there's my five, okay? Roland Chidiak, Will Gourley, Alice Keeler, uh, Jam Gamble, and my CYW that I work with coming to your masterclass I'm really looking forward to it this is going to be awesome I'm going to learn a ton thanks Chasing Squirrels podcast can be found on iTunes and on Podbean if you want to reach out to me you can find me at Chris J. Clough on Twitter I also have a blog on WordPress under Chris J. Clough I really appreciate you spending time with me this evening